Hello, you're listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for joining us again. Going to be speaking with Dr. Esther Davis. She's joining us here from Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston to talk about her recent research that was presented at the 2021 American College of Cardiology's annual scientific meeting. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Dr. Davis. Thank you. Give our listeners a bit of your professional background. Tell us uh, what it is that you do. Well, my name is Esther Davis. I'm originally uh, from Australia, I'm an Australian-trained cardiologist, and for the last two years I've been uh, lucky enough to be a fellow in the Advanced Echocardiography Program at Massachusetts General Hospital, um, where I've had the opportunity to work with, um, with some people who are experts uh, in spontaneous coronary artery dissection, um, which is a fascinating condition, um, and I've had the opportunity to participate in some of their research on the condition. So explain exactly what that condition is and who's affected by it. Uh, so spontaneous coronary artery dissection, um, which is more closely known as SCAD, um, is an increasingly recognized cause of um, myocardial infarction or heart attack, um, particularly uh, in younger women. Um, so it's a relatively common cause of heart attacks in women who are under the age of 50. Um, and although we are increasingly recognizing the condition and gaining understanding of how to treat it, there's a lot about the pathophysiology um, that remains um, incompletely understood. And so we are particularly interested in understanding how heart function um, after a SCAD event relates to the coronary arteries that are involved. Um, and what echocardiography can teach us uh, about that relationship um, and how we understand SCAD. Now, this um, this research that you've conducted into uh, SCAD that you presented at this year's annual scientific meeting, talk about the candidates and how the research was conducted. Okay, sure. So um, we did this research on patients who were involved um, in the Massachusetts General Hospital SCAD registry. Um, and these are patients who are either treated for their spontaneous coronary artery disease at Massachusetts General Hospital or are referred to our hospital after their SCAD event. Um, and we particularly wanted to look at patients who had had an echocardiogram relatively early uh, after their event so that we could look at how heart function immediately um, after the SCAD event was related to clinical factors um, relating to the SCAD event. Um, and so we included 101 patients um, who were predominantly female um, and relatively young. Uh, the average age in our group was uh, 47.5 years. Um, and we did some very detailed echocardiographic analysis on these patients, um, particularly looking at their left ventricular function um, and also looking at global longitudinal strain to see if that could teach us something about subclinical myocardial dysfunction. Um, and global longitudinal strain is a parameter that expresses myocardial shortening. Um, and it's increasingly being investigated as a marker um, of subclinical myocardial dysfunction in a really wide range of clinical conditions. Uh, so we thought this might teach us something about cardiac function in patients with SCAD. When was this marker first recognized? Um, look, strain has been around for a while, um, and it's certainly got well-established um, uses, particularly in cardio-oncology. Um, and it's sort of increasingly now being applied to a really wide range of, um, of clinical conditions. Um, so we were very interested to see what it could teach us um, about our SCAD population. So why should we be paying attention to this research now? Um, I think this research is hypothesis generating um, because there is just so much we don't know still about the pathophysiology of spontaneous coronary artery dissection. 
Um, but there are certainly there is evidence to show that patients who have spontaneous coronary artery dissection tend to have rapid improvement in their left ventricular function um, after their events, regardless of what the treatment strategy is used. Um, and anecdotal reports that left ventricular functional abnormalities are disproportionate to the extent um, and location of cor uh, coronary artery dissection. Um, and so we were hopeful we could understand that a bit better. Um, and certainly what was interesting in our population was that we found that although half of our patients had impaired left ventricular function, um, there was actually also a group of patients who had normal left ventricular function but impaired global longitudinal strain, mm -hmm. which suggested to us that there's a subgroup of GAD patients who have diffuse myocardial abnormalities despite having a normal left ventricular function. Um, and we think that's very interesting and we're looking forward to exploring it further. Do you think that this will drastically change the treatment landscape for SCAD events? No, I think it's um, I think it's far too early for this research to change treatment um, at this time. Um, we're a single-centre study, and unfortunately we've only had the capacity to include 100 patients at this time. But I think anything that adds to our understanding of cardiac function after SCAD is potentially interesting in increasing our understanding of this condition um, which obviously still has a lot of unknowns. Mm. You, you speak of obviously having lots of unknowns. Was there any indication of why it affects women at such an early age? Look, I think that's a, a question that is of great interest to everyone um, who works in the SCAD um, community. Um, and there's lots of work going on to try and understand that. And I think registries like this one and you know, multi-centre registries that are you know, continuing to generate data will continue to help us understand that going forward. Where can listeners uh, get some more information and possibly learn how to participate in some of your research if, um, if they desire? Uh, yes, so there's, there's lots, of, um, uh, lots of information out there about, uh, about SCAD. Um, I would refer anyone who's interested in information to look um, at the um, Mass General Hospital website where there is some information on our SCAD program, um, including our research activities. And that website, of course, would be www.massgeneral.org. Is that correct? Uh, yes, that is correct. Well, I appreciate you coming on and speaking with us this morning and uh, giving us this information. Thank you so much, and you have a great rest of the day and a great rest of the week as well. I will. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. Esther Davis, Research Fellow in Medicine at Massachusetts General Hospital, talking about her research involving SCAD. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.